Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I had a whole slew of people send me this story. Illinois Supreme Court upholds end to cash bail. New system begins September 18th. This is happening in Illinois, and this is big, big news. Uh, and in many respects, it's a huge experiment to see what's going to happen. Todd Foyer and Megan Hickey wrote this, and it's kind of a lengthy story. I might not go through the entire thing here as told on CBS, but the Illinois Supreme Court has upheld a state law ending cash bail across the state, giving courts two more months before they must implement the change. So lawmakers in Illinois passed a law that said there's no more cash bail. Presumptively, if you get arrested for a crime, presumptively, the court can simply tell you to show up for court and release you on your own recognizance. Now, the court can for certain categories of crimes, institute other safeguards, including just locking you up. But in the old days, the vast majority of people who appeared before the courts were told, you've got to post $10,000. And if you post that, we'll let you out. If you don't post that, we'll hold you. And the thinking is that if somebody posts a big chunk of money and they're told, if you don't show up in court, you lose this money, the hope is that you'll show up. The downside is that there are people out there who haven't got the money and they wind up rotting in jail waiting for a court date. And it happens to the point where some people are in jail for so long that the prosecutor will simply approach them and say, you know, you've been in jail for so long. If you just plead guilty to this, we'll let you out right now. Time served. And so a lot of people go, wait, I've already spent a year. And yes, that's happened. I've already spent a year in jail. And I can plead guilty to something where they'll give me credit for time served and I'm out. And who wouldn't take that deal? And the question is, if you were innocent being held in a situation like that, would you take the plea? A lot of people would because they go, I got to get out of here. I got things to do. I have a life to live. So Illinois will now be the first state to fully abolish cash bail. In a 5-2 to ruling Tuesday morning, the state's highest court overturned the ruling by a county judge that said that the law was uh, unconstitutional. The end to cash bail will now go into effect across the entire state on September 18th, according to the Illinois Supreme Court. The Illinois Constitution of 1970 does not mandate that monetary bail is the only means to ensure criminal defendants appear for trials or the only means to protect the public. Our Constitution creates a balance between the individual rights of defendants and the individual rights of crime victims. The Act's pretrial release provisions set forth procedures commensurate with that balance. So remember that obviously victims of crimes have rights, and criminal defendants, before they're convicted of anything, have rights also. And the courts have got to go, well, these people are accused of a heinous crime. Should we hold them until trial, or should we let them out? And so they've got to balance these two interests. Uh, Two justices dissented, calling the end to cash bail a direct violation of the plain language of our Constitution's Bill of Rights, and more specifically, the vested rights of crime victims. Because remember, the concept of bail is in the Constitution, okay? Not just the state, but the federal. You know, the U.S. Constitution says that you have the right for bail if you're accused of a crime. And so the Illinois Supreme Court uh, is saying, well, this is not unconstitutional, but they're pointing to the state constitution because the state constitution in Illinois specifically spells out that crime victims have rights also. And so the thinking is 
that if somebody commits a crime and there's a victim and the person who committed the crime is just let out with no bail, that, that would seem to be a violation of, of the victim's rights. The people of Illinois exercised their ultimate sovereign power in 2014 when they vested crime victims with constitutionally protected rights. They did so by amending the Bill of Rights in our state constitution, setting out specific rights to be enjoyed by all crime victims. Those enumerated rights include the explicitly defined right to have their safety and the safety of their families considered by the courts in denying or fixing the amount of bail. The Illinois Attorney General, whose office defended the end to cash bail against the multiple court challenges, said he was pleased but not surprised with the high court's ruling. court's decision today holds that the General Assembly had the authority to eliminate cash bail and replace it with a system in which people are detained pending trial only if they pose a threat to the public or are a flight risk. So what the law says now is that instead of having somebody in front of the judge and having the judge simply say, okay, you're accused of this, post $10,000 or sit in jail till you can. Instead of doing that, the court now looks at a person and goes, okay, are they a real threat to the public or a real flight risk? If not, well, no cash bail, personal recognizance. If they are a legitimate flight risk or a real threat to the public, then they get held. Uh, it rejects the plaintiff's argument that courts must retain the authority to set cash bail free of legislative regulation, an argument that would have called into question decades of criminal justice reforms in our state. Uh, someone's experience with the criminal justice system should not vary based on their income level. And that's the concern that they have uh, in this matter, is that if somebody comes into court, they've got no money, and they're told, okay, $1,000, I haven't got it. Okay, go sit in jail. Meanwhile... Rich person comes in, million dollar uh, a bail, million dollars, million dollars. They go, okay, I'll put my house up. Or my friends will put their house up. Oh, next thing you know, they're out. So somebody who has the means to get out gets out. So Cook County State's attorney, who has supported the end to cash bail, called the ruling a monumental milestone toward achieving equal justice for all in Cook County and Illinois. Now, keep in mind that, again, this is happening because the state legislature passed this law. Uh, I had a lot of people who sent this to me, uh, ask me how this happened or what exactly happened. And the Illinois state legislature, a while back, decided to look at criminal procedure in the state of Illinois and what they could do to reform it and make it more fair. And so one of the things that they did is they looked at this and said, well, there are a disproportionate number of people who have uh, little financial means who wind up sitting in jail waiting for their trial date because they can't afford cash bail. So here's an example. This woman's been hoping for an end to cash bail since her own 14-month stay at the Cook County Jail. She's still dealing with the repercussions and says, I don't think my family and other people you know, that would surround me would have suffered as much as I had suffered, because I couldn't afford to pay my bond. In 2015, she was charged for an altercation involving a family member. Because she couldn't post bond, she spent 14 months in jail, separated from her children, unable to work. She's in jail for 571 days. Uh, her bond was $25,000, but it made her lose her home and her business. She ultimately took a plea deal and was sentenced to no additional jail time. Time served. 
She's delighted to hear that in two months, cash bonds like hers won't exist. But of course, it's too late to help her. Uh, This is not a 100% get out of jail free card. We will still be going by the laws of this or the state of Illinois. It just helps people who are in lower incomes be able to get up and go to work, take their kids to school. And all it is, it's just that's what it is. So critics, of course, which included other county state's attorneys, several sheriffs, and other law enforcement organizations across the state are calling the ruling upsetting, disappointing, and detrimental. But, you know, you shouldn't get mad at the Supreme Court because when the Supreme Court says, gee, a law passed by the legislature is legal, uh, don't get mad at the Supreme Court. Get mad at the legislature for passing it. And so I'm curious to know how many people were aware that this particular concept was being considered by the legislature and then passed into law. Because if there's enough people in Illinois upset by this, they could turn this into an issue in the next election. And so somebody could run for office and say, I'm running, and the one thing I want to do is bring back cash bail. And somebody could do that. And if enough people did that, well, guess what? You can get the law changed. So the complaints about the Supreme Court, they'll continue. The court ignored the pleas of nearly every prosecutor in the state of Illinois both sides of the aisle, that the elimination of cash bail will put dangerous criminals back on the street instead of keeping them in jail or forcing them to post cash bail as they await trial. Many of these offenders will commit crimes again within hours of their release, says the Illinois Fraternal Order of Police State Lodge president. And who will have to arrest those offenders again and again? The police officers whose jobs have been made immeasurably more difficult by all of the new anti-law enforcement measures that are in place Today's ruling is a slap in the face to those who enforce our laws and the people those laws are supposed to protect. So there's more to it, but I'm going to stop there. Quite frankly, I'm not sure how I feel about this. And by that, I mean there's a couple different things going on here. One of which is the legislature passed this. Boom. It's a law. So your complaint, number one, should go to the legislature, not the Supreme Court. It's More annoying to me when the legislature passes a law and the Supreme Court goes, oh, that law is unenforceable for whatever reason. Because I've seen them do that here in Michigan to laws that were perfectly fine because the Supreme Court's political, unfortunately, in the state of Michigan. I don't know how political it is in Illinois, but that's not the point because they said, no, this law is perfectly fine. So your complaint, if any, is with the legislature. But but I have an understanding of what happens because I've been in courts for the last 32 years as an attorney, and I know that there are people out there who will commit a crime and be brought into court and forced to post some sort of bond, and then when they post it, they show back up in court. I don't know if anybody's done any studies about if there is no cash bond involved, what the odds are of somebody not showing up in court. Uh, Because, you know, the Fraternal Order of Police guy says, well, they're going to be released and go out and commit another crime. Well, if they get released on a cash bond, they could do that too. You know, so uh, we'll have to kind of wait and see on this. But I don't like one aspect of this law, and that is simply because it takes something away from the judges. Judges have a whole list of things they can do to make sure that the law is being followed, right? And so, for instance, they point out, in this and other articles I've seen, that they could order, for instance, someone to stay at home, house arrest. Uh, They can put the 
ankle monitor on them and tether them, that kind of thing. So they can do things to track these people. And if the tether gets cut off, then the person gets arrested and then gets held without bail. So there are things a judge can do. But prior to this, the judge had the cash bail as one of the tools in the toolbox, so to speak. And I would rather have seen them say, we're just going to change the law so that how you apply cash bail is simply looked at a little more in depth, meaning that we'll presume that cash bail is not necessary unless the judge goes through all of these factors and determines it is still necessary and then do it. But that's not what they did. And so they talked about reforming all kinds of other things with what they call the Safety Act, the S-A-F-E-T, Safety Act, uh, and they apparently reformed a lot of things in their criminal procedures. And so we'll have to wait and see, but September 18th is the end to cash bail in the state of Illinois, and that's because there was a law passed by the legislature upheld by the Illinois Supreme Court. So uh, we'll wait and see what happens, um, but... I, like I said, I, I, my primary issue with it is that it takes away one thing that the judge had to deal with somebody who's before him. And my second thing is that, unfortunately, a lot of people are focusing on the Illinois Supreme Court and saying they screwed up. Well, they didn't pass the law, okay? And most people get upset when they strike down laws. So here they didn't strike one down. But in that case, like I said... Laws that get passed by legislatures can be amended and repealed by legislatures. So that's probably what you need to look into if you're in Illinois and upset by this. Stories with CBS, Todd Foyer and Megan Hickey wrote it. A lot of people sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. The man in the video is just a guy talking to himself in a room with a camera. And yes, he is an attorney.